0: Tick. Drip. Tick. Drip. Ring. Tap. I was thinking of nothing. Again. I wasn't even daydreaming. Again. I had told myself a thousand times over that I had to stop that. I had to fill up the empty time with something, with thoughts. Otherwise, I was doing nothing but earning a paycheck and rotting away. The sounds were all the same. The situation was all the same. I had sat in the same corner of the same room for three years, answering the same vapid emails, writing the same documents. I had thought a thousand odd times about just submitting the documents blank to see if that would make any difference. Kevin was making coffee. Slowly. The clock was ticking down the minutes to five. Slowly. I was tapping my pen against my desk. Slowly. Slow. So slow. I looked out the same window to the same site. The park was empty, save for an old man sitting at the riverbank with a couple of buckets. Presumably he was catching fish, but to me it looked like he was doing the same exact thing that I was doing. Nothing. The only difference was that he got to be out in the sun. The window had two panes of glass, one on the outside, one on the inside. There was a little space in between where dust and cobwebs had managed to make their home. A single large horsefly sat on the bottom. It stared at me. To be frank, it had been staring at me for months at this point. Dead. But it was still moving, a little. Unless that was a bit of the breeze from the air conditioning sleeping in. But if that were true, then surely the fly wouldn't be doing that thing where they rub their hands. That that had to be a different horsefly. I'd seen it there since April, and now it was August. Flies have short lifespans, and the fly was bigger than the cracks on the pane on either side. It just didn't make any sense. It didn't. If I had been stored up on the third floor of the building, I would have made a point in investigating the window from the other side. I could have sworn that the fly had been dead. It had to have been. It would have starved. It couldn't get in or out, and what was it that flies ate, anyway? Dead things, rotting things, but not dust, right? And yet, there it was. The fly that should be dead, staring at me, cleaning its hands in disgust at my displeasing appearance. That wasn't that ugly. No, what... What I was watching was a dark miracle. Magic come to life. That's what it was. The window was sealed. There were tiny little cracks, but none by which a fly that size could escape. Flies weren't like octopuses. I, I, I was no expert in insects, but I knew that a fly's outside was hard and crunchy. An exoskeleton. You couldn't wedge an exoskeleton through shapes that were too small for it especially not when you had your paper-thin wings to worry about, too. Yes, the fly was undead, an exhibition of necromancy. It had found its way into the window when it was no more than a nymph, and its body was small enough to fit through the little crevices. Then it had died of malnutrition. After all, I had seen its little corpse. Then a wizard came around and used the power of necromancy to resurrect the fly. Why would a wizard do such a thing? Why would one ever think of a fly that wasn't physically bugging them? Boredom, of course. A wizard would have to feel bored just as often as I did. Maybe more. More? What a ridiculous notion. A wizard had all sorts of powers at their fingertips. They could go anywhere they wanted, do almost anything. And that would be why they would be even more bored. They would have seen everything under the sun a hundred times before. They would have conquered nations, seen other planets, and had all kinds of raucous adventures. What would there be to do after that? Well, try and forget all of it by staring at a dead fly on a windowsill, fail to forget because of course they would fail, and then resurrect the fly out of annoyance. That was what happened. Finally something interesting in the office. Not interesting for the wizard, but interesting for me. It opened up all sorts of questions. Who was the wizard? Were they a coworker or is someone who had just slipped by? Were they still here? Was I the wizard? Did the wizard have all sorts of nefarious schemes that involved me? Was the wizard watching me when I went to the bathroom? Was the wizard watching me now? And then there was the other question how was it that I had gotten so bored that I was thinking about all this? Obviously, there wasn't a wizard. I was only looking at the window from one angle. At certain points, the wooden paneling that encased the glass bent at imperfect angles, a result either of poor craftsmanship or simple weathering. There was a gap that a fly could creep through somewhere. And if there wasn't, why, I didn't know how flies worked. They probably did eat certain types of dust, and if this one just stood there staring at me, its caloric intake wouldn't have to be that high. And every morning it would be able to sup off little droplets of dew that wedged their way in between the glass. If the fly had been able to get in there, mist certainly could too. I was just really, really bored. I had gotten everything I needed to do for the day done, and I didn't want to do anything else. Was there other stuff to do? Yes, of course. There were more reports that could be filed. But they weren't my reports, and if I started doing them, why, when it actually got busy in the fall months, I'd be crippled by all that work they expected me to do. So that was a no-go. I was no fan of shooting myself in the foot. It was just more fun to imagine that the fly was undead, as preposterous as it was. And even more fun to imagine there were such things as wizards. There was still a little bit of childish wonder somewhere in my heart. It was vanishing faster by the day as I stared out at windows, computer screens, and walls. But it was still there, and I desperately wanted it to not go away.